Bizarre Comics have been scaring readers for years. Is there anyone brave enough to sit down with their creators? This is Discussions with Decapitated Dan. Bill Hook and Nick Perry join us to talk about their new horror anthology, 86th. Discussions with Decapitated Dan is brought to you by Curious Goods and Comics.com. Don't be afraid to lose your head over all the savings. CuriousGoodsAndComics.com, where Decapitated Dan gets his books. Are you a comic book creator? Do you write, draw, color, letter, ink, edit, or do your own webcomic? If so, you're eligible to nominate for the Ghastly Awards. Go over to GhastlyAwards.com and find the nomination form and nominate for this year's best in horror comics, the Ghastly Awards, honoring excellence in horror comics since 2011. GhastlyAwards.com. So, welcome everybody to this week's discussions with Decapitated Dan. Joining me this week for their first time on the show is Bill Hook and Nick Perry. Hey guys. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Good, good. Uh, we do a simple, you know, uh, who are you and what do you do, just to start off, so people can, you know, get used to whose voice is whose and and know what you do in the world of horror comics. All right, sounds good. Uh, I guess I'll start. Uh, my name's Bill Hook. Uh, I'm a writer and illustrator. Uh, dabble in a little bit of everything as far as comics goes, but right now focusing on on horror, and I've gotten together. With Nick and we've kind of formed eighty six studios and we're trying to trying to put out uh, an anthology comic. So that's yeah, about well, all there is about me. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all right, I'm I'm Nick Perry and I'm also an illustrator and writer and uh, have uh, been doing comics for not that long now. But uh, uh, Bill and I, like Bill said, have uh, been trying to put together a, a horror anthology uh, called eighty six and. Uh, that's where we're at right now. So. Okay. Well, I mean, that's what we're here to talk about because you guys have issue one, you know, ready, ready to roll. Hopefully soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's let's start with how did you guys come together and you know come up with the idea for this book? Um, I guess I can start. Uh, we uh, we worked together on our day job. We were both uh, graphic designers and illustrators, and. Uh, you know, I, I've been into comics my whole life and uh, didn't know Nick all that well. And we were traveling together and we started, uh, I started noticing his interest in comics. And uh, I, I've been been a big fan of his work since we've been working together. And I, I noticed his interest in comics. And then he talked to me about a mini comic he was working on at the time. And I was, I just kind of pitched the idea to him there. And we kind of hit the ground running. I mean, uh, Nick's been kind of the driving force behind it since I brought up the idea. So, And how long ago uh, was was this? How long have you guys been working on this concept? Uh, started last September. 
Okay. Uh, really, when we pitched the idea to each other, or kind of came up with the idea together, and since then, uh, you know, it's been constant recruiting other creators and putting story ideas together and just kind of, you know, it's been kind of a a learning process. We didn't sure. really have a clue how to go about what we were doing, but we've we feel like we've learned a lot in a year. So, uh, uh, and we're, you know, already pretty well on our way toward issue two and we'll see how things go from there. So now prior to this, had you guys, um, you know, self-published or anything before? Um, I've self-published a number of mini comics on my own, uh, you know, in various genres and, you know, different styles, but, uh, and in, I've been in a couple of anthologies myself, and I always thought, you know, uh, it would be something I would be interested in putting together. And I've always been a fan of horror comics, and I don't think there's there are a lot of them out there, but I always think we can always use more. So I wanted to, you know, try my hand at putting something together. So very cool. How about you, Nick? Well, I I would been when we first started talking about it, uh, I had been working on uh, my own mini comic uh, called Crooked Hooch. Uh, but, uh, that was my first attempt, uh, at trying to put them together. And I had never, uh, put any kind of anthology together or any kind of collaboration with other writers or artists. So, uh, this was kind of a, uh, trial by fire there. Uh, but it, I think it went together pretty well and pretty excited about, uh, how it turned out. Sure. Sure. Okay. So, you know, you guys get together now was the idea initially for you two just to you know be the only creators on this book or was it always to have a collection no i think we always uh wanted to bring in uh other artists and uh writers and and people into it rather than just the two of us and i don't think we when we started really had any idea who we were gonna uh approach uh but we we definitely always wanted to bring in uh, a variety of uh, different uh kind of creators now, did yeah. you oh, go ahead go ahead now you well, we're we're kind of we're kind of a fringe part of uh the Kansas City comics scene and we we originally thought well you know it's just going to be easier to contact people that we've been acquainted with or we have friends that are connected to so that's how it started but it kind of spread from there we've got you know uh Nick has a background in uh in an interest in gig posters and illustrators of that kind so we we just started reaching out at everyone we could find whose work we liked and we were responsible really really surprised by the response i mean it just seemed like to get people all we had to do was ask you know we mm-hmm. we, got, we we were pretty uh blown away by the response we got because i mean we're virtually unknown you know <laughs> but in these sure people sure. some of these people we don't, we've never met and may never meet but they were willing to take part in our project which was pretty exciting so well we've had we've had some people from kansas city on on the show before um and they always say that, you know, you guys have a real good mix of creators down there. So are a lot of the people who are on the book, are they Kansas City or is it throughout the world? Um, the, I think the majority of the people that have done stories are Kansas City area creators. But we've got some pinups from guys from, you know, around the country. So Okay. Uh, actually, we have uh, a couple of French artists involved in the project, project too. So, Well, let's go. Let's go ahead and, and tell everybody who who all is on the book. Um, okay, uh, we, uh, C.W. Cook, uh, he's a writer. He's done some work for Blue Water and some other small publishing. Uh, he's written some stories for us. Uh, an illustrator from Kansas City named Kelsey Roten uh, has collaborated with C.W. on a story. 
and done a, submitted a story of her own, which was, and she has just a really unique style and just fit perfectly. That was kind of one of the things we thought about going in to the project. Nick and my style and Nick's style are so different. We thought that would be a great way to approach it, find as many diverse styles as we can. And it's really worked out that well, uh, that way. Um, we also have a writer from the Kansas City area named Jeff Johnson, and he's collaborated with another writer, Brian Patterson, and uh, uh, an artist out of Lawrence named Greg Smallwood, and they've produced a really, really great story. It's kind of the, 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 the first story in our book. We were so happy with that. We thought that would be a really strong way to start our book. Uh, Nick, oh, um, let's see. We've got stories by uh, Scott Griffin and uh, Doug Griffin. Uh, pinups by Brian Holderwood or Holderman. I, I don't have the list in front of me. Uh, oh, not a problem. Not uh, 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 David Rose from uh, Los Angeles. He goes by the name Graphics Monkey. He did some artwork for us. Um, who am I leaving out, Nick? Uh, Glenn C. Davies, who did, he's done a bunch of uh, 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 canvas uh, sideshow banners, and so he has some, some of those in the in the book. And uh, Arnis, Arnis, I don't know what yeah. his actual name is. He's He was the first of our French recruits, and then he kind of spread the word over there, and we had a number <laughs> of his friends contact us, and some of them are in the book also. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, you know, in terms, what kind of guidelines were you guys setting in terms of submissions and stuff like that? Really, we 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 wanted to have as little editorial influence over what the creators did as we possibly could. We kind of told them the premise of what we were doing at the time. We both had stories set in this uh, freak show, and we said, you know, you can do that, but feel free to do whatever you want to do. You know, somewhere in the you know eight pages or less kind of range. And, and then we just let people go, you know, and it was kind of like Christmas every time we would get files from somebody, you know, we'd open it up and see <laughs> them for the first time. It was just great checking out what people are doing. So. Sure. Sure. Okay. So, um, you know, typical horror anthology has to have a host and you guys have the, the Duke brothers. Tell us about them. Yes. Uh, that was just another thing we kind of, we were just kind of, I guess, spitballing or brainstorming about what to do. And I thought it would be fun to have a host because when I was a kid, you know, the Warren stuff was really big with Creepy and Eerie. And I just loved that sort of thing, you know. And I thought, you know, obviously with the old TV hosts and things like that also, it would be fun to have our own creation. Plus, we weren't working on a story together, but so this would be our way to collaborate and kind of tie everything together. So we came up uh, with the Duke brothers. And I don't know, Nick, if you can help me out. I can't remember. Remember how we came up with the little idea of the conjoined twin thing? Uh, uh, I don't particularly <laughs> remember how we came up with that either. Uh, I think we we kind of had a vision for uh, 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 Deacon Duke, and then I don't know what made us think we wanted to have <laughs> a devil baby brother, but I think it worked. It's pretty kind of yeah. weird. So <laughs> I, I, I think it for. for from what I can think of, it was kind of a way to set our guy apart from some of the others. You know, he does sort of have, you know, at first glance, he has a little bit of an Uncle Creepy look about him. You know, he's 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 not as old as Uncle Creepy, but he's, a, you know, he's but, you know, we decided to make him this great big tall guy. And the thought of having this little demonic twin brother kind of growing out of his back just seemed to be a little bit, you know, uh, 
it seemed to appeal to everyone because when we approached all the creators, we sent them files of who, what we had and what we were working with and what we had in mind, and that inspired a lot. I think inspired of a lot of our collaborators. So. Sure, sure, very cool, uh, very cool. Well, okay, uh, we've got not everything out of the way, but you know, give us give us the pitch on the book. Nick, you want to take a shot at it? <laughs> uh, the pitch on the book. Well, it's a uh, it's a uh, horror anthology with uh, a, a wide variety of uh, styles of creators and uh, some uh, really great pinups as well from uh, uh, people that are out- completely outside of the world of comics um, and. Uh, uh, kind of all over the place as far as styles of writing as well as far as the stories some are uh very creepy and on in the horror realm and some are more uh have a little bit of a kind of a humorous uh sense about them so uh it's a pretty much all over the place uh or you know well-rounded kind of uh project but uh i think it's be pretty entertaining for anybody who will be into, into that kind of thing sure i think i think the only thing i could add to that possibly would be the way we would pitch this to a creator is we want your idea of a horror story. We don't want you to, you know, take what we tell you we want and produce your version of it. We want you to do what you want to do. It's, it's, it's kind of, we're offering creative freedom to people that are, you know, serious about comics, want to be published, want to be part of it. Uh, and it, I think the results have been a lot of fun so far. So. Oh, okay. No. Okay. Making a statement like that, then I have to ask, is it an open submission policy? It like is. Anybody listens to this, they say, "Oh, I've get you know, I want to send something in." Absolutely, we would love to see it. I mean, uh, we obviously that's not a guarantee it's going to be in the book, you know. But uh, obviously, with page limitations and things like that, but we we would love to hear or see or hear from and see things from as many different people as we can. We just think the more content we have access to, the better the product's going to be, and we really want to. We really want to create something that you know we can sustain and uh, give people kind of a chance to be heard and seen. So that's, sure. that's where we are. Uh, in terms of the production of the book and stuff like that, um, what size is the book? Because I know the digital file you sent me is is not typical comic book size. Right. It's it's magazine size. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think it trims to something about eight and a half by ten and a half, something okay. roughly like that. Um, and it's all black and white interiors, um, which that's the one downside. I mean, we love having the black and white pages, but the pinups that we have, if there was any way we could have done color, we would have, because I, you know, some of them are just so much, there's so much more to be seen with the color, but it does fit the mood of the book having the black and white. But, uh, uh, yeah, uh, if anyone's interested, I, I mean, if, if there, there's someone listening who would be interested in s- submitting, we would definitely be we'd be willing to send templates and all the information they, they would ever need to make sure. sure that, you know, whatever's formatted the way it needs to be. And where can they go to do that? Um, they can contact us at 86studios at gmail.com. Um, they can also go visit our uh, our blog at 86studios.blogspot.com. There's more information there and uh, ways to contact us through through both of those places. I, we have a Facebook page as well. You can search 86 Studios on Facebook, and I think it'll come up. Okay. One uh, thing I want to I want to clear up real quick is it's not spelled out. It's 86D Studios. Right, right, yeah. 
uh, we couldn't work the apostrophe into the URL. So, <laughs> you know, so yeah, definitely. There's a, when you do 86, you do have to be specific about 86 studios or the horror anthology or something, because there's a number of other things that pop up. So, so where, where did the name come from? Nick actually got, came up with the name. Uh, he was, I, I, I guess I'll speak for you here. He was, we were, we had the premise of the freak show because that's what the Duke brothers do. They own and operate this carnival sideshow, freak show, whatever you want to call it. So Nick just started searching and he found this website with all these, this terminology referencing things about freak shows and uh, carnivals and 86th was a big part of it. Actually, Deacon was on the list and so was Duke. And so it all came from that list. It all just kind of worked so was out. Devil Baby. Yeah, Devil Baby too. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. So it just it just seemed to come together. You know, that's kind of how the whole project has gone. We had an idea. That's all. You know, we had an idea to do a book, and then we're right. like, "Oh, this is the hard part. What are we going to do?" You know. But then it, it was just like a kind of a stroke of luck that all this was just right in front of us, and it just sure. came together. So. Sure. Um, in terms, of, okay. You know, I you guys sent me the digital copy to take a look at. Is the hard copy ready to be sold yet, or um, we are actually we're going to have a convention appearance September eighth in Lawrence, Kansas, just outside of Kansas City. That will be the first place it appears in print, and then after that, it'll be available through our site um, and through um, yeah. Well, I. <laughs> through our site and through Comics Press, is, uh, they have a they have a page where they where you can buy things that they've printed. Right, it'll be available there. But we will have all the links and information uh, on our sites as soon as we have everything confirmed. Okay, um, and then we're going to try to get it out as much as we can to retailers. And what is the what is the cost on the book? It's ten dollars. Okay, and page count just for everybody out there. Um, it's forty, right, Nick? That's correct. Yeah. Okay, very cool, very cool. Now, no, now here's okay. Looking at the website, it, does it have variant covers? It does. Uh, Nick and I each produced a cover for it. So okay, very cool, very cool. So, you know, issue one, you know, it's it's still, it, you know, by the time people are hearing this, and it, it might be about time for people to pick it up and stuff like that. But my question is, you know, you said you had material for, you know, future issues. We do. We do. Uh, actually, because we were kind of learning on the fly, the page count of this book has changed so much that we had. We have quite a bit of material already ready to go and some well on its way, including a story by myself. Um, so we hope to in the next, you know, as soon as we possibly can. I'd hate to put out a, a, a release date or anything at this point, but within the next couple of months, I, I could see us being ready to produce another one. Sure. So. Very cool. So our goal is by the end of the year to have a second one out. After that, we're going to kind of step back and look at what we want to do next and see where we go from there. Have you guys done any of the thought on the digital route or anything like that? We have. It's something we haven't really explored much yet, but it's something, you know, I think we would benefit from, you know, making available to people. It's just kind of, you know, that much easier to get it into more people's hands than it is to go around and try to get retailers, you know, Right, involved. So one thing, uh, one thing I like to ask self-publishers is, uh, who'd you go through for your printing? And I'm guessing because you already said Comic Express is, is that who you went through? Yeah, Comic Express. Okay, 
Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Any uh, for anyone out there who's self-publishing, looking into comics press, uh, any tips or anything you can give them? Nick, you kind of dealt with that end of it more than I did. Anything you? Um, I, I would say that they were. I mean, they're good to work with, and uh, uh, I mean, I don't. I don't. I, don't uh, I mean, I would say um, try to stick to the templates they already have rather than kind of do your own thing because it's uh, hard to uh, kind of kind of do your own template and and have it work exactly the way you're expecting it to work, but. Uh, I, I think it's a, a, a good uh, printer to go through. I, I would definitely uh, recommend them. I, I would say, as a, not being directly involved in that end of the process, but their communication has been really good. They, okay. they, they, you know, very open and very quick about you know if there's problem, if there's question, they don't, they don't just go with it. They make sure that they seem to make sure that they know what we have in mind before they go forward with it. So right. One thing, one thing I have to point out that I really enjoyed about the book was uh, towards the end you had the fake ad page. <laughs> so where where did the well I know where the idea came from for it, but who who put this together? That was all. Well, I, did, I did that. Uh, Bill, when we were first starting out, Bill was, he has a big collection of uh, old creepy and eerie uh, magazines, and he was bringing them in and letting me check them out and. I, w- I was really interested, but my favorite part was these fake ads that were, you know, for sometimes for the craziest and stupidest product, but sometimes <laughs> just for creepy stuff. And I was just like, we got to have some ads for some some crazy stuff. And so that was that was that was uh, something that I was pushing for and uh, really enjoyed uh, making. So, well, I personally, I hope that this will show up in in each issue with new new ads because that, that's I, the I point. like this. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, very cool. It's a very yeah. cool touch. Uh, Nick had a lot of fun with that. I'm... So now you said, uh, let's kind of talk about you guys some more. Uh, what got you into comics in the first place? I've I've just learned that you have a big Warren collection. Uh, yeah, my dad uh, is a is, was an artist in his younger days. Uh, I mean, he's. Uh, has a lot more training than I do, but he didn't do it for a living. But he grew up a comic and animation fan. And for some reason, I mean, I have three brothers, but for some reason I was the one he decided he was going to expose to that world. And I just dove right in from the time I was a kid, you know. He wasn't so much into the Warren and things, but he was an EC guy. And that was a natural extension, you know. EC was long gone by the time I was around, but Warren was still around. And I I just, uh, I've always loved that stuff, so... Uh, but yeah, I've been to, into comics since probably before I could really read. So, okay. Yeah. How about you, Nick? Well, I don't have the uh, as uh, uh, extensive background in comics that Bill has. Uh, I didn't grow up really with comics that much, and the way I kind of found myself getting into them was through the uh, underground comics of the 60s and 70s, the Zap stuff and Crumb and Robert Williams and all those guys, and that's kind of how I got into it. And I think when I was first exploring some of those uh, creators, I was, I've been an artist for a long time and into art for a long time. So I was kind of stumbling upon them just as artists and not even really realizing for a while that, that they were doing a bunch of comics as well. And that's kind of how I got into them. And uh, that's, that's my, probably my biggest inspiration for making comics is the underground stuff like that. And uh, Charles Burns and uh, the more, underground strange stuff than the uh 
the more superhero type stuff. Yeah. Now, do you guys collect today, or do you check out anything new? I do. I, I'm pretty pretty active, buying a lot of things all the time. What do you What are you buying these days? What do you enjoying? It doesn't have to be horror, but we prefer. Uh, oh, I, it's a lot of it is horror, but uh, you know, it's a, a lot of everything. I'm a huge Mignolan Hellboy fan. Uh, pretty much anything in that universe. I'm a I'm a big fan of Eric Powell and pretty much the majority of what he does. Uh, also, things like Sweet Tooth. Um, I'm kind of a Jeff Lemire guy. Um, uh, but I do, I still buy my handful of superhero titles from, you know, the big two and things like that. But mm-hmm. I, I've definitely, my tastes have gone a little bit more independent in the last few years. So Sure. How about you, Nick? You, you buying anything these days? Uh, well, I pretty much will buy anything that Charles Burns puts out. Uh, and then I'm constantly buying uh, the old uh, uh, Zap comics and any of the old underground stuff, uh, Crumb stuff. Uh, Robert Williams is probably one of my biggest, uh, one of my favorites, and constantly just uh, trying to compile their whole collection. Uh, but uh, I probably am buying more old stuff than I am new stuff that's coming out, to be honest. Sure. Uh, one one thing that we always ask the guests here on the show, since it's a horror show, is uh, you got to tell us the most horrific thing that has ever happened to you at a convention. <laughs> whether whether you were just attending the convention or you were behind the table selling your stuff. Oh wow! Uh, anything for you, Nick? Uh, well, I don't know if this is horrific, but it's kind of funny. We <laughs> Bill and I were at a convention one time, and I had an art print out that had uh, had Frankenstein and the Bride of Frankenstein and uh, people were coming up and commenting on it and this one lady come up, came up and the very first thing she said was she pointed at uh, Frankenstein Monster's mouth and said, this mouth's all fucked up! And <laughs> totally <laughs> caught us off guard and we were like, okay, thank you for the input. She just kept going with it. And I guess we should add yeah. to the setting a little bit. This con, for lack of a better word, it's a local Kansas City con, but it was it was set in basically a, kind of a biker slash metal bar. So there were there were con people there, but then there were these kind of drunk bikers walking around the whole time, <laughs> and she, they were they were part of that group. Had no idea what she was looking at. It was outstanding. <laughs> I don't really have anything personally that come close to top on that, but that one stood out for me as well. That that's an outstanding story. So every time I see that print, I just remind Nick. I'm like, man, her, his mouth's all fucked up. Man. <laughs> <laughs> see, now you got to send me an email of the, the picture so we can post it with the show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, definitely have to do that. Um, yeah, I just volunteered you yet. No, of course Nick will do that. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. In terms of. It shows and stuff like that, you know, have you guys always set up together or are you just starting to do that now that you've combined to be 86 studios? Um, well, Nick's really new to the con experience actually. So his first con, he came to see me when I was set up at a table and I kind of spent some time walking around the con with him to kind of ease him into it. Hopefully, you know, cause when you don't know what to expect at a con the first time, it can be a little bit jarring, but, uh, ever since he's been set up, set up, we've been setting up together. So, okay. Very cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, in terms of shows or signings or anything, what do you guys got coming up for the rest of the year? Um, for sure. We've got, um, uh, free state comic con in Lawrence, Kansas on the 8th of September. 
Um, and um, another one that we have for sure is uh, another small con, but it's a great con if anybody's in the area. Uh, it's um, Icon. It's in Des Moines, Iowa on November 10th. Uh, and they put on a really good show. They have a lot of artists from the Minneapolis scene and the Kansas City scene, and they kind of come together there. And it's, 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 a, it's a pretty great little show. And uh, we have a couple of others on the line. Another one is uh, uh, a Back to the Biker Bar for uh, <laughs> what they call Rock and Comic Con. It's uh, local area bands and local area creators. Uh, the dates for that aren't confirmed yet, but that's sometime in December in Kansas City. So for, for now, that's all we've got. But I think we're going to have a busy spring next year. Sure, sure. Have you ever come up to Chicago and done c 2 or anything like that? No, but I'd love to do that. Okay. I would love to do that. So that that might be something, if we've got these two issues out and maybe something beyond that, that would be something we would seriously look into next year. So Right. Right. Um, any, you know, local shops or anything to, that you know of other than your online store where people might be able to go and actually pick up a copy once they come out? We do know for sure. Uh, we've we've got interest from a number of Kansas City shops, but one for sure uh, is Pop Culture Comics. Uh, it's on 87th Street in actually in Overland Park. It's a suburb of Kansas City. Uh, been a big supporter of our project all along, and he's going to be carrying the book. And I would expect a number of others. And uh, as, as those as those things happen, we'll make sure we list that out there so people know where to go to find it. Sure. And go ahead and remind us one more time. You know where we can go check that stuff out. That is 86studios at uh, .blogspot.com, and that's 86D Studios. And your Facebook page. And the Facebook page, yes. It's uh, 86th Horror Anthology. It's Facebook slash 86th Horror Anthology. Very cool. Well, I, I personally have to say, guys, you know, I, I've read this. I think it was absolutely fantastic. I I can't wait for more. I can't wait to order, you know, the hard copy from you when, when that's done. And I just, I wish you nothing but the best in this. And when issue two is ready to come out, we're going to definitely have to have you come back on and, and talk about it. Oh, absolutely. We'd love it. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah.